0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio—the multi-award-winning Niall Boylan show.
1: Classic
2: hits.
0: If anybody has lost somebody recently, you know, if you've lost, a, you know, a family member or somebody, you know, in the last few months or so, and I will warn you, this topic is of a sensitive nature to a degree because we may be looking at the lighter side of funerals. When I say the lighter side, you know, there's a list, of very list gone around of songs <laughs> that should, are probably not appropriate for a funeral, like the jam going underground uh, and stuff like that. So I am saying to you, if you are of a sensitive nature, you have lost somebody and you feel this might upset you, I am warning you, but... According to this article, Brits would rather have upbeat tracks such as Wake Me Up Before You Go Go played at their funeral instead of the sombre tunes. According to new research, affordable funerals which led the study found a shift in the way people want their final send-off to look. Uh, Direct cremation with no attended service has been on the rise, that's what I'd like actually, in recent years but has now fallen down uh, the pecking order to be replaced by people wanting a celebration of life featuring personalised eulogies, photographs and their favourite music without religious context Um, or only a very limited one. And the survey found that 50% of those asked would select a celebration of life service while 20% wanted a traditional... Only 20% of people, by the way, in the UK wanted a traditional religious service. And only 13% wanted a direct cremation with no service. When it comes to tunes, the survey found the majority of people would rather have uplifting music and classic modern tracks like Let It Be by The Beatles for their own service. What about another one bites the dust? Anyway, classical music and gloomy medley tunes such as Time To Say Goodbye by Andrea Bocelli and Sarah a Brightman were the least popular songs. Or you know, they were the what's the other one that everybody plays? You're the wind beneath me wings. God almighty, I hear that at every funeral nearly. It must be getting tiresome at this stage. Howard Hodgkin, CEO of Affordable Funerals and the fifth generation funeral director said these findings back up what our customers are already telling us. Sombre, traditional Victorian funerals are expensive and increasingly irrelevant. Meanwhile, direct cremations, which are much cheaper, don't allow you to say goodbye and leave a loved one to be cremated alone. Perhaps hundreds of miles away. So today, in a very morbid fashion, I'm going to ask you: <laughs> Who do you believe should get the say as to what happens at the funeral? Should it be the person who's being buried, or the family and friends that will be mourning at the funeral? I've often heard of people, by the way, you know, somebody dies, and somebody says, "Oh, let's you know, let's bring him to a church," and and other members of the family are friends, but he's not religious. He wouldn't have wanted that. Ah, no, but we want us. It. It'll be nice for us. I go, but he, he, he wouldn't want to be in a church. That's the last thing he would have wanted. So I'm telling you all, when I pop me clogs, this is my instruction. I've already told my partner, don't put me anywhere near a church. I've I've already said what I want. I want just burn me, put me in a little gadget. Bring me over to Florida and sprinkle me on a beach somewhere. That, that, I'm happy, with, I'm happy out with that. Or throw me in a wheelie bin. I'm not too pushed. Janice, you're an Ireland's classic hits, kids, and you are an ethical funeral celebrant.
1: I know. Yes, I am.
0: Okay. Now, of course, funerals have changed over the years, and they're changing much rap- more rapidly now as well. We're, we're kind of shifting away from the traditional you know, funeral
1: you know, in a church. Completely. There's a huge um, change in uh, people's attitudes and what they want to uh, have for their funeral and what they want to have for their, their loved one's funerals.
0: Yeah. And we're able to talk about it too which is a change too because years ago it was kind of very taboo. You didn't talk about your own death or your own funeral. But nowadays people are going oh, I'd like this and I'd like this. It's almost like preparing preparing a wedding.
1: It is really. It's <laughs> just, and, and just like a wedding because I'm actually a wedding celebrant myself and in... The tagline I use in my business and wedding at bespoke wedding ceremonies, it's your day, your way. And it actually goes the same thing for a a funeral. Um, A funeral should be personal and a reflection of someone's life.
0: Yeah. A celebration of somebody's life. Celebration, Absolutely.
1: exactly, and that's why we're called Celebrant.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I want to respect people's view if they want to have a religious funeral, but I find them oh, quite I find them quite morbid. I know, I, by the way, I know when someone dies it is morbid, but I do find the whole experience quite morbid and not very uplifting, and I think it should be uplifting. I think we should be celebrating people's lives.
1: Well, I'd have to disagree with you, no, but be morbid because obviously being... Um, involved in funeral-led, uh, celebrant-led funerals. They're not morbid, they're a beautiful ceremony. Um, a few ceremony laughs.
0: You want a few laughs, a few smiles. Oh, whatever
1: those, yes. And yeah. that's what happens. The I Will Meet, our other celebrants, they would meet with the family themselves. They'll take the time to sit down, let the family reflect, let them joke, let them tell little stories about the family, and we will do a eulogy. Uh, some families choose to pick songs, um, there's poems and even celebrants are quite prepared to have a blended ceremony, like some people like to choose to put a, a prayer in as well, and there's absolutely no problem with that. It's yeah, the,
0: the more a I, I was looking at a viral thing that went around there th- this morning, so the more inappropriate songs are, are actually starting to become fashionable, uh, and they they list the top ten of the Jam going underground, another one bites the dust by Queen, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, Happy Pharrell Williams, which I suppose would certainly lift everybody's mood in the middle of a funeral.
1: That was. I, that's what I was just going to say. Are they inappropriate or it's just we're just not used to them because, for example, if you're someone who's always a bubbly personality and always love life, it would just be a reflection of their personality. Wouldn't it? You yeah, I,
0: I, I can almost I, envisage you there. And I'm happy. <laughs> that that Pharrell Williams song, which is a very happy song and it makes you feel very good, actually. But at a funeral, would it be right? <laughs>
1: well, you, well, you know, there can be two parts to a funeral as such. And I have, uh, in the past, I've actually worked with priests and I have worked the day before in a coffin closing um, ceremony. So, and that's where, that's where it would be. Um, they the, the, Like, for example, I did a, a ceremony with a family and like that they picked a song and the song was actually going on up to the spirit in the sky.
0: Oh, God, that what <laughs> a great song. Yeah, doctor <laughs> yeah. and the medics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> going what on they up actually did the spirit had in
0: the sky. Perfect. Yeah.
1: You know, and what they had was in the house, they had the, the celebrant led um, ceremony in the house. And there was um, candles lit um, in a celebration of, you know, joy of the celebration of the person's life, celebration of the person's passing, and the celebration of them going to wherever they felt they were going in their future life. And then they sang songs, they read poems. The grandchildren came. They put little notes in the coffin, and it was completely personal to the family. And then the, the person went to the church and had a traditional, um, nice. a traditional burial. Right. But Again, at the burial, I was asked to do a different reading. And the priest had absolutely no problem with that. He was a lovely man and it was completely blended um, Mm. um, ceremony.
0: Now, Janice, you sound like a reasonably young woman, so I don't think you're going to pop your clogs anytime soon.
1: Oh, God, I hope not.
0: (laughs) But have you ever thought about your own? Have you ever thought what you'd like? What would you like?
1: Um, Well, I would like, I think I would like to, uh, well, I know I'd like to be cremated right but i would like my ashes to be put on a biodegradable uh pillow floated out to sea and um i'd like seashells and candles on the a beach a special beach that's um that uh, that's, that's something that means something to me okay. and my family and friends there that's a, and, that's uh, a
0: lovely idea by the way yeah. that's really nice yeah i mean what that is say, that is a tradition isn't it?
1: Would like, sorry, I just said it the dramatic part of might like fireworks because there's um there's actually uh, a company I think it's called Emerald Fireworks, and they put uh, the beloved ashes in the fireworks and they shoot them into the sky. <laughs>
0: oh my <laughs> <So> God! <it's, laughs>
1: I know. So the I dramatic mean, part of me like, like that.
0: Yeah, Ruth was telling me Ruth, uh, one of my producer and researcher here, she's she's into tattoos, and she told me there a while ago there's tattoo artists that actually um, use the ashes in the ink to if people are into tattoos, uh, to yes, tattoo yes, something on, on your body. I, I know I don't know yeah. how safe that is, but I'm assuming it has to be safe for them to do it.
1: Well I wouldn't know much about being a tattoo artist but I have heard of this and there are other things some people get the ashes put into uh, a vinyl record of the person's favourite song.
0: Oh right okay that's a wonderful idea as well isn't it? Yeah so every time you play the song you can think of them.
1: And there's one that I told my husband I'm going to do you can get there to him you can get there your loved one's ashes turned into uh, a diamond ring they're called life gems Right okay they take away the ashes and they compress it into carbon and you can get um, a ring or a, a necklace and I told him i bring him on a cruise
0: <laughs> Right Okay <laughs> That's wonderful That's wonderful and, I, You know in relation to cremation versus burial cremation has become very popular over the years now uh, rather I mean many years ago it was a very small amount of people now I don't know what the percentage is would 50% of people be cremated or, or maybe 40% 30% I don't know what, I what?
1: think it would depend on the on the county Okay, um, so I think, rural uh, Ireland Dublin, is a bit more yeah.
0: traditional. Yes, I think so. Yes. Mm, okay.
1: Yes, but it's but as I say, the the face of funerals is definitely changing, and uh, the funeral led celebrancy ones and um, cremations are definitely on the up.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, thank you very much, indeed. And I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you very much, indeed. That is Janice, who is an ethical funeral celebrant, and uh, let me just go. Oh, I want, to, I want to go to Paul as well. I oh, am, yeah, with they losing there for a second. I'll just play a bit of audio for you. I'll come back to Paul in a second.
3: No, I think it should be up to the person that's passed away to have their wishes granted wherever they decide that you'd like. If a person doesn't want to go to church, so be it. Like, not everyone's religious, you know? Like, ten days are gone, as you said. So I think it should be the person that's passed, that wishes should be granted, should be should be given the last wishes, you know? Yeah. And... That's it, that's the way it should be. People shouldn't impose what they want. It's what the person has passed once. Thanks, Noel, Jonathan here.
0: Yeah, Jonathan, I, I completely agree with you. But now the the only problem with that is sometimes, Jonathan, that the person who's died didn't know they were going to die. So, and particularly if they're a younger person, they might not have that opportunity, I suppose, to say something. Uh, I'll try and play a bit more of your audio in a second, but unfortunately, we're having a little bit of an issue with some of our technicality there and your the audio not loading first. But I will. If you want to send us a WhatsApp message, you can, a voicemail. All you've got to do is send your voicemail to 087 188 0008. That's 087 188 0008. Let me go to Paul. Paul, you're an Ireland's classic Kids How are you doing, Paul?
4: Hi, Niall. Good evening. How are you?
0: Good. Now, Paul, you're a funeral director.
4: That's correct, yes.
0: It's, it's a very more, I mean, I hate to say this, but it's a very more of a job, isn't it?
4: Uh, it's a, it's <laughs> not, actually. It's, it's different. It's a different job. It's a very rewarding job. Okay. Um, you know, you get one chance and one chance only to help a family. Yeah. And uh, as I tell all the lads um, that work with, with me, um, you know, you have to nail it on your first job.
0: Well, you can't make you know, a mistake. You
4: know, you, you, can't, you, can't, well, you can't afford to make a mistake because you can't go back on it. Yeah. You know, um, every family to be treated like they're your own family. That so, is, have you, know, you seen... How,
0: how long are you doing it, Paul?
4: Uh, I am 20 years.
0: Right, so have you years. seen the change in 20 years in the way funerals are celebrated, particularly over the last 5 or 10 years? Have you seen a change?
4: Absolutely, big time. Mm-hmm. Big time from... Go back go back 10, 15 years, a lot of funerals, went to churches, remained in churches overnight, you know, um, went for your standard burial. A lot of people... Then tended to rule out the evening going to the church and just go directly to the church in the morning of the funeral. A lot of people now are instead of using a funeral home are bringing their loved one back home, having to remove from home and even sometimes not going to the church. Going straight to the crematorium or going straight to a venue. You know we deal with certain hotels. Mm you know where you can have the ceremony in a hotel and the open find, casket. Find, find.
0: The, the open casket is becoming popular again. I I don't know, Paul. I find it extremely uncomfortable when people have open caskets. I just I just don't like it. Even my own parents, I didn't like it. Um, um, I, just, I found it very, and I know a lot of people find it uncomfortable.
4: Every, I suppose everyone is different. Yeah. really. You know, it's it's what the family wants. It's what the person. That who who would have passed away if they have made their own arrangements is what they want. You know, but you can't yeah, But the
0: problem for me was, uh, particularly with my own mum and dad, um, you can't unsee it. And I remember my mum and dad. I would like to remember my mum and dad in their full of health. You know, not no. I don't get me wrong. I know funeral homes do a wonderful job. They do the best they can, obviously in the circumstances. But I want, I want to remember them as I saw them last in their full of health. I don't want to remember yeah. them in a coffin. Do you know what I mean?
4: Um, yeah, no, that's absolutely, that, that's fair. That's fair. I suppose everyone is different, and you have to accommodate some people. Some people may not find closure until they see their mum or dad or brother or sister or yeah, yeah. whatever relation it is until they actually see them um, laid out in the coffin. So you always give them the opportunity, and you always double-check, you know, are you sure you do not want to see them? Or... You know, be it, if it is a tourist coffin, we always say, you know, say, listen, do up a nice, have a nice photograph, have a nice frame, and then we put it on top of the coffin, especially have it on top of the coffin inside the side in the of church. Sure. Yeah. And how popular
0: doors. is cremation now versus how popular it was? Very 20 years. popular. Very,
4: so, very so popular. But uh, well, we'll give me a percentage. I, I would say more 70, 70, 30, to be honest.
0: So what, 70% of the, the funerals you're doing are cremations?
4: Absolutely, and more so the cremation since COVID.
0: Okay, so in other words, just select people? Yeah. Okay, so it's... You know,
4: you know I, I think, it's, I think it's, it's important to give people the opportunity. Times are changing. A lot of people feel that they, that they had to go to the church or they had to attend the funeral or they want a no-fuss funeral. Mm. They would rather their family spend their money elsewhere or save their money to still get their ashes back. They still get to celebrate and their lives. And how much as... A,
0: okay, so let's look just very quickly at the cost factor. So, if you're going to bury somebody, and particularly if you don't already yeah. have a plot, so yeah. you first of all have to purchase a plot, you have to open the plot, you have to get planning permission on the plot for the gravestone. Um, you're looking at maybe including the funeral, the two cars. What are you looking at? Six grand?
4: You could be talking seven, eight thousand euro. Right. Depending Com- on the cemetery.
0: Okay, so cremation.
4: Cremation, Dane, for a direct cremation, you're talking, you know, we're, we're all different when it comes to prices and that, but I'm on 1,500 euro for a direct cremation. That's everything covered. Jason, big difference. For big a difference, cremation, then with, with, with a service, you could be talking, you know, maybe five, 6,000 euro max. Okay. It depends on a coffin that's chosen. So what's the, point, beans, yeah,
0: what's the uh, point in picking a really fancy, smancy coffin when you're going to burn it anyway? I don't mean that in a very flippant way, but I'm just I, I know to say. Uh, you
4: know <laughs> everyone is different. You ha- you have to give people the opportunity, you know, the choice to choose. And do, what do they? they
0: want. I mean, sorry, Paul. To be, do I don't know. if People think this is insensitive, but do they actually burn the real coffin? Because I heard a story yeah. that they don't. They take them out of it and they, you know, they put them somewhere else. and Then they keep the coffins. Or can you? Uh, listen,
4: there's, there's, there's stories all over the place. <laughs> Um, to be honest with you but no they do the, the cremated the coffin seems has like an burn.
0: awful waste of good wood doesn't it you know what I mean it well
4: you know listen your cheap veneer wood would often <laughs> take longer to burn than your solid wood right so you know um, yeah listen you know to, to to rule that out or to rule any curiosity the coffin is absolutely burnt if it's metal handles on the coffin obviously metal handles have to come off ok I've just
0: decided now that's my new my new thing I want to be put in an MDF box that'll be cheaper than <laughs> Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> It'll save a lot of money. I mean, what about this idea, just very briefly, Paul, before we get to the break. In the UK, they're saying people are going for more uplifting funerals rather than the yeah. somber ones, right? And they're looking yeah. for songs like, you know, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, Another One Bites the Dust, yeah. Highway to Hell, Going Underground. Uh, you know, things that would make people smile. Uh, are you noticing that too now?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Listen, in churches, churches are kind of reeling it in a small bit. They like to have the religious music and maybe, you know, a song that was personal to the family at the end. In the crematorium, you can have anything. And literally, I mean, anything goes. What's the most unusual one you've had? I don't know. The only one that keeps sticking in my head the the entire time is Johnny Cash Ring of Fire.
0: (laughs) But listen,
4: (laughs) you know what I mean? Again, it's entirely up to the family. A lot of people, you know, th- there was a video that went viral there as well, a number, um, I don't know, was it last year or the year before, about a guy that recorded his own voice at the cemetery. Oh, that, that was hilarious. Was very, very, you know, but like, that, that that's the way things are going. People are changing, We, you know, and we yeah. have to adjust with the times. And we are adjusting with the times. And every funeral director will help any family. I'm not just going to sing... You know, I'm not going to think crazy about my own business or try and promote my own business. We all do everything we can for all our own families. You know, and that's basically, it doesn't matter where in the country you are, every funeral director will will help every single family okay. to the best of their ability.
0: Okay, well, what's the name of your company again, Paul? Sorry. Uh,
4: Well, uh, it's Paul Bulger Funeral Directors, okay. and also it's Direct Cremations Dublin as well.
0: All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate all that information today. Okay, thank you, Paul. Okay, yes, people are changing. We're going to talk about phobias in a few minutes as well. Let me take a few of your WhatsApp messages, by the way, here too. Hi,
3: Niall. Um, We organised a funeral back in the summer. Uh, Fortunately, last night, my dad. Um, And we had him cremated, um, but we did do a religious ceremony in the church. I think purely to keep people happy, to keep family members, extended family happy um, and I think that's very much like it's kind of gone now at the moment um, and I think we should definitely go by the wishes of of the person um, if they have made wishes um, mm-hmm. and if not then it should be their immediate family up to them and you'd nearly get a sense of what somebody wants, whether they were religious, whether they went to church every week, you know, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah, there's always a Barney, isn't there, over? Who decides? So if the person didn't leave any kind of wishes, so to speak, there's always a Barney. Oh, no, I'm his wife. I know what he wants. I'm his mother. I know better. <laughs> you know, I kind of carry on. The number is 87 188 Well, I know it's a kind of morbid kind of topic, but we're kind of trying to make it light as well in some ways without being insensitive. What kind of funeral will you opt for? A more uplifting one? Or would you stick with the traditional do you know, down the church and you're the wind beneath my wings and all that kind of stuff. David, you're an Ireland's classic. of kids. How are you, Davis? Niall, how are you?
5: Good afternoon to you. Good. Now,
0: now, you've planned your whole funeral already.
5: Yes. Uh, Eleven years ago, I was uh, in the hospital. And after I committed a surgery and a coma, they told me that I hurt, stopped three several times, longest being 28 minutes. Right. So I've lost my faith.
0: Right, okay. to
5: that, you know, like I have a sort of view that you get buried and you go off to heaven. I that, I've lost it, completely lost it. So I have nothing, nothing arranged, no will, no nothing, so I don't know a lot. Yeah. Um, i donated my body to the College of Surgeons.
0: Okay, to science, essentially, yeah.
5: For science, because I have a very rare disease called Hirschbrunck's disease.
0: Hirschbrunck's disease? H-E-O-S-C-H. Okay, I'm assuming that was discovered by somebody with the name of Hirschbunk, obviously. So, uh, it's actually German, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what does that mean? How does that kind of manifest uh, itself?
5: It manifests itself, well, uh, you're born rich. and it's 99% boys are born than girls. Girls do get it, but it's very, very rare.
0: And what are the symptoms?
5: Uh, bell nerves, are bell... Right, okay. ...are dead. So... Right, uh, okay. ...things stop. Basically, instead of the plumbing going, one way it goes the other way.
0: Oh gosh, so it goes back into uh, your body and and it's, so it's toxic then, yeah?
5: It uh, comes out of your mouth, basically. Oh no! Yeah, it only happened a few weeks ago, it in the matter.
0: <laughs> right.
5: For ten days, seven days, yeah, last two weeks ago. But uh, I've arranged everything. Uh, College of Surgeons uh, keep me for three years. They cremate the body. Mm. They put me in a plaque in a wall in Glass 7 Cemetery and pay for everything. Right. And my kids said that they wanted to have a mass. So I said, that's fine, you can have a mass, but it won't
4: be,
5: uh, um, don't be a coffin there or anything like that. It could just be a celebration. Right. And two songs I've picked, which is You'll Never Walk Alone, which is a hymn of sorts because I'm a Liverpool fan. Okay. Um, a, Obviously the original
0: it, version by Jerry and the Pacemakers.
5: Uh, the original version, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And also to wind up one of my mates is a Man United supporter. Um, the second one is from The Life of Brian. You, uh, always look on the bright side of life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a great song, by the way. Never, oh, yeah. th- I never thought of that one, actually. Always yeah. look on the bright side of life.
5: Exactly, while you're hanging there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I, so I mean, are you, well, I just, it's a very morbid question, but are you, are you afraid of death? No. No, you, you don't care?
5: No. Yeah. Not afraid of it. My mum, unfortunately, passed away last year. Um, she already had the plot. My dad was in it 28 years ago. She went into it last year. Still cautious. Yeah. Uh, what was it,
0: 1200 quid? By the way, what happens when you give your body to science? Do when you give your do...
5: body to science, they can take whatever they want.
0: And then they give the rest back?
5: No, they just put the rest in a box and burn it.
0: Oh, no, I'm, no, but I mean, what about your family then? They get nothing then?
5: Oh, they get nothing. They just get me a memorial plaque in Glasnevin Cemetery on the wall. Right, okay. to the...
0: College of Surgeons. Yeah. Um, I, no, I, no, pardon my ignorance. I thought the College of Surgeons would take your body, take the bits they want and then give the rest back to you, your family. No, yours. no, no,
5: no, no. They no. cremate the rest oh. because uh, they keep you for three years.
0: Oh, right. So they can use you whenever. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And they'll take a limb. Oh, take so a that's
0: that's, that's <laughs> not going do much to People could be yeah. having their dinner. Oh, <laughs> right. if,
5: they, if they wanted a limb, they'd take a limb. But everything that's problem was Massive could be is internal organs. And
0: right. may take one or two of them. Yeah. Right, okay. There's so anyway, out, eh? okay. Yeah, so <laughs> there's nothing
5: left anyway.
0: Yeah. Oh. So in other words, it, it is different and you've made the decision. And by the way, one of the very important things you pointed out yeah. and you've just said there as well, and I need to reiterate this to people, no matter what age you are, no matter what, yeah. once you're an adult, yeah. please, please, I encourage everybody, make a will.
5: Oh, make, yeah, a so will. It, it,
0: make a will. Because if you don't make a will, And you happen to have property, and particularly if you have property, and you have money, or you happen to have a few quid, it'll go into... uh, Probate. Probate. Forever. (laughs) Uh, Well, as long as the government figure it out, until the government figure it out. So it will go into probate. If you have a will, it still goes into probate, but not for as long. Okay. Uh, six, uh, seven months. Man. Yeah, which gives people an opportunity to object oh, to the will. Yeah, they, because yeah. legally, they have to give people time to object to the will if people want to object to the will and if you leave it all to the dogs and cats home or something right. stupid like that. Okay, yeah. well, might, not that I'm saying that's stupid, by the way, but if some people might want to do that. But if you have, like, children and you have a million quid and you leave it all to the dogs and cats home, that's a bit stupid. Uh, listen, David, I wish you well. Thank you very much indeed and I hope, I, I hope things get a little bit better for you.
5: Well, it's good. They won't get any better at let's be honest.
0: Well, I hope but, you can manage it well, I suppose. I'm managing the last
5: 11 years. I manage
0: it. Okay. Okay, well, I, I hope...
5: That's as best as I can do. You okay.
0: Know? Well, I, I hope you continue to manage it well, and I hope life doesn't end too soon for you. Uh, all right, I've got to go to Sarah. Sarah, you're an Ireland's classic. How are you Sarah? How's it
6: going, Niall?
0: Okay, I'm what's... Just th- with
6: your last listener there? Yeah. Um, my father-in-law, that's the way he wanted to be buried.
2: Did he? Yeah. Right. And,
6: um, well, <laughs> mm. but um, he was in hospital with a heart condition. Yeah. And while he was in there, he caught COVID. Oh, right. So COVID wasn't the reason why
0: he died. He died of the heart condition. But,
6: um, the College of Surgeons won't take the body because uh, he was after catching COVID. So You're joking the body. me. Dead so, serious, yeah. So but like, but, I, but he, I, I
0: assume, pardon my ignorance here, right? And yeah. I don't want to make this sound really morbid. But I assume if you're dead and you have COVID, you can't spread it. Yeah, I know. There's not
6: even a case out there 100% that anyone has ever cocked over off of
0: a dead person. No, because because you're not coughing. Or you're not no, breathing. Or not you're not expelling it. the virus in any shape or form. I so, know, So why wouldn't they... Anyway, I mean, surely the college are crying out for people to leave their body to science.
6: Oh yeah, that's what he
0: wanted. Yeah. That was 100% what that's he wanted. That's awful. But... Yeah, uh, what's awful as well because
6: like there wasn't sort of a backup plan there even if he was going to be buried like right, okay. we know that he didn't want to go to a George but Yeah. Like my mother in law has her own she has her own insurance policy, you know that way.
0: Yeah, of course. So what about and, yourself, Sarah? Have you got a plan?
6: Oh Jesus, no.
0: Sure, me if I die I need in the back garden. <laughs> <laughs> but with the dog and the cat,
6: like. Oh, she sadly great, wouldn't it?
0: What, well, and everybody just book, well, put yeah. you in a cigar box? <laughs> no, come here. I did say to Paul, right, if I did die and my dog was
6: there, I was left, and if he died after me, we he that dog
0: and put the dog with me? <laughs> oh, right. The dog's going down with you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, yeah. well, have we thought about a song maybe you'd like? Something sad or something uplifting? Um, i just I thinking I Want like Highway to Hell by ACDC.
6: Jesus, that's you no know, thunder, you no know,
0: thunder. Thunderstruck, yeah. thunderstruck. That uh, thunder, that would be a good one. Yeah, highway to hell is good anyway. too. I'm on a highway to hell. I can see to see it. Oh.
6: See, but you know what? No, <laughs> like I always say, like if I ever did get to hell, everybody
0: in hell would think that you were in heaven. Hell ain't the bad you know? what's the song by ACDC. Hell, you know hell what ain't what I mean? a bad place to be. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> oh, it might be a good oh, crack. Jesus.
6: <laughs> what type of song really would you want?
0: I wouldn't, I tell you all, what, I wouldn't, mean? I wouldn't want one of those El Morbid ones, do you know, and I'm, well, I don't want to disrespect yeah, people who pick those songs, but you know the likes of Wind Beneath Me Wings and all those kind of real, kind of serious things. Just
6: stuff. Do you know Very what, somber, right. I think it, of it. <laughs> with me own mother, right, I got Bright Blue Rose, right, and I want the footprint in the sand. Right. So I got me friends to sing Bright Blue Rose because my mother, she was, she was Catholic and Yes, of course, of face, course. you yeah. know, and you they expect those wishes and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I just, I just, you don't really care.
0: I'm not saying you don't really care. But
6: I'd well, like so, if I died, to provide someone to have a bit of crack
0: like Yeah, have a bit of crack. I and would you want to be cremated or buried?
6: Um, I don't think I'd like to be cremated
0: now. Right. You
6: know? I know the maggots are going to get you in anyway. But like, <laughs> you know, I, I'd want to know that I'm fully dead before I'm dead.
0: You know, so you want I'm to make sure dead. you're dead? Well, are you afraid you might come back to life or something?
6: here, I mean, I'm not saying it does happen. like it like, I mean, very rarely
0: happens. Dead. And you're dead, you're dead. No, still, no, I know, but still. You're not coming back. You know, like, you, you, you could think someone is dead
6: and then all of a sudden, you know, they're
0: not. Yeah. Well, so around. why, and, and you have? do you have that? I know there are people out there who have a genuine fear that they're going to wake up in the coffin, six foot under. Well,
6: I in. In way, I, I, I,
0: don't, I better, I better not say I that mean. too too close to Ashlyn because Ashlyn gets these horrendous fears. <laughs> I know she's going to be thinking about that tonight. <laughs> she gets a fear about it. Like when you tell Ashlyn about something serious happening like that, she gets a fear it's going to happen to her. <laughs> I know. She's yeah, thinking about. I know she's thinking like about it that. now. Yeah, well. But there are people. Know. There's a name for that fear. Um, I can't remember what it's called. That people fear when they die, they're going to wake up in the coffin a day later. Now, there are people who have this illness in the world where their heart stops and they actually go to sleep and people think they're yeah. dead and they bury oh, yeah, them. Yeah, I know
6: that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So maybe yeah. if they buried oh, you with a yeah. little oxygen tank and a mobile phone just in case... <laughs>
6: Yeah, pack your cigarettes for me in a lighter. Yeah, make. but
0: if you were on three, you mightn't get a signal. But it doesn't matter what network you're on, to be honest with you. No, but,
6: Yeah, but my father-in-law, when he got buried, like it was, uh, a couple of months ago, and, you know, I just, there wasn't, it like, like, we brought him back to the house and we had the whole shebang and then the funeral lads picked him up from the house and then we went Mm. To the graveyard, and he got buried, and we didn't get any short service. No um, there was uh, one or two old songs. And right. I can't even sing because then they were good songs and anyway they
0: were album- By the way, I'm just thinking, i just come up my screen here. A fear of being buried alive, an abnormal persistent fear of being buried alive is called a uh, taphophobia. It's a fear, a phobia is an unreasonable sort of fear that can cause avoidance and panic. But years ago, there was a very old tradition years ago and it's still on some of the very old graves if you look around some of the very old graves. They used to put a piece of string down into the coffin and a little bell Attached to the, the gravestone, are <laughs> you laughing? And you're doing you're uh, <laughs> this is actually true. So if you woke up, you just pulled the string. The you then you pull the string and the bell would ring. Oh my
6: God! It's a joke. It.
0: <laughs> I'm saying serious. Sarah, thanks. Have a great day. See you. Yeah, bye. bye. Bye, bye. Patrick. You're on Ireland's Classic. Kids. kids How are you, Neil? How are you? That, by the way, that's a true story about the bell and the string.
2: Oh, yeah, I've heard that before. I've heard that before.
0: Yeah, so uh, you had a human. Well, not you personally. But, yeah, <laughs> not because you're still with us. Uh, unless you're talking from the other side. Um, I know. You had a humanist funeral for your father in law.
2: Yeah, we did. It was, up, it was up in Mount Jerome, so he was cremated. Um, and there was a priest, you know, a lovely priest, can't remember his name now, but he held the ceremony. But it was at the same time, it was more of a humanist song, so yeah. a humanist ceremony. You know, yeah. So he played, played all his favorite songs. He was mad in. He was 64 when he died and he was mad into all the 70s disco and so he played Never Gonna Give You Up Barry White and Al I Will Green. Survive Gloria Gaynor <laughs> No that wasn't
0: there <laughs> Okay Sorry I just thought I'd throw that one in Yeah but all um, the great disco classics of the 70s
2: Yeah Al Green Simon Garfunkel was there Yeah And I um, was lovely
0: Yeah And I, it, it's kind of nice when you see I know this sounds contradictory but when you see people happy during a funeral Yeah because yeah. it, it means they're happy for the person's life. I mean, you know, they they remember the pe- the person fondly. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, exactly. And that was it. It was strange, even being there because he he died very suddenly. Yeah. And um, what did he die of? Uh, it was suicide. Now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah, I'm very okay. sorry to hear that. But um, yeah, so he didn't have time to plan his own funeral, so it was kind of, it was everyone got together, and I I lived at home with, you know, my girl, my partner, and her family. Mm-hmm. So um. It was kind of a you know collaborative effort just to do what he would have wanted for his funeral and um yeah so it was so strange on the day it was very i don't know have you thought about of, your own by the way Patrick? i mean you know
0: you sound like a young man by the way yeah but yeah I'm, I'm, only,
2: I'm only 25. yeah i i you know I,
0: I think people are starting to think about things like this there was a time in ireland we didn't talk about funerals we wouldn't yeah. have even talked about it on the radio because it would have been a very morbid conversation but I, i'm kind of trying to look at the lighter side of it now when i was looking at this article today about british people you know, and the the research has now shown they're kind of going for more upbeat funerals and mm-hmm. upbeat songs like Wake Me Up Before You Go and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, they don't want the kind of sombre affair anymore. They want something to remember, a celebration of somebody's life rather than that. Yeah, and, and, and there's also this suggestion that the people should think about their own funerals. And maybe not at 25, but hey, you never know. You could walk yeah, out in front yeah, of a bus know. as they say tomorrow. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that people should think about what they want rather than leaving it to uh-huh. somebody else to decide after they die. So uh, maybe I shouldn't be asking a 25-year-old. I mean, that's not the right thing to do, yeah, is it? No.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, have you ever thought about it? No. Um, I mean, before, before my father-in-law passed away, I never would have. But yeah. now, you know, after that happened, it kind of, it's at the back of my mind. Yeah. So I've not sorted out now. But no, well, yeah. you, maybe
0: I shouldn't <laughs> ask you. 25, don't be thinking about it. I wasn't thinking no. about it at 25. I was just thinking about having a good time. I'm 58 now. So, of course, I think about it more now. Yeah. You know? But you know what I've noticed, by the way, and maybe other people of my age will will reiterate this. I had more of a fear of dying and, you know, of the end of life when I was in my 30s and 40s than I do at 58. Now, maybe that's just because when you're 58, you kind of accept you don't have, you know, you've only got about another 20 or 30 years anyway. Yeah. Which, by the way, is a really long time. And to put this into context, I say to people, when you're in your 50s and they go, oh, but you've only got about 30 years left. And I go, okay. Can you remember 30 years ago? And I go, okay, 30 years ago, I was, you know, I was 20 years of age. Or, or sorry, 28 years of age. Mm. And it was a long time ago because I've done so much since then. So I have all that time again to go. And that's the way I kind of think of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's
2: a good way of looking at
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need to worry about that. You're 25 years. Your whole life ahead of you, Patrick. And I hope you have a wonderful life, by the way that's it thanks very much a man. wonderful future and listen, thanks for sharing your story about your father law. I really appreciate it
2: yeah thanks very much for honor. his name was uh, Leo Warren so. Leo Warren
0: well we're all, yeah. we're all thinking of Leo now and Leo's name got yeah. a mention on the radio today listen thanks very much indeed appreciate You're it awesome. thanks very much, man. see you bye humanist funeral for Leo some disco music because that's what Leo liked and that's what we should be doing celebrating people's lives not you know putting people into the ground all oh, miserable I talked about something on the air going back about five years ago we got a complaint to the broadcasting authority Because I talked about it. And I'm going to talk about it again. Because thankfully the Broadcasting Authority rejected the complaint. Because it was a personal experience. And I'm quite entitled to talk about a personal experience. And I remember bringing my kids to a funeral. And it was in a church. And by the way, if you want your funeral in a church, that's your business. And I respect that. But this isn't a church. It was in the middle of winter. It was five o'clock in the afternoon. It was dark. It was cold. And the person's coffin was in the middle of the aisle. And somebody got up on the altar. A parishioner. And started doing a decade of the rosary. And it was like, to me, what it sounded like at the time was just... Oh, me, 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 me. And everybody in the, the parishioners went... That's what it just sounded like to me, because I'm not a Catholic. I don't consider myself Catholic. My children were there. And I went, this is the most morbid affair I have ever been to. This is... It's a kind of demonic. I said, and I said, let's go. And I brought them away because I felt it would have a negative effect on my children's lives. Because it was so, so negative. And that was just my view of it, by the way. I'm sure you may have a different view. If that's what you want as a funeral, that's the kind of funeral you want, well and good because you may be religious. But I just thought it had a really negative effect on my children. It was horrible, horrible. And the weather didn't help as well, by the way, because it was a really miserable day and it was horrible and it was just a really low mood. So I That was just And I, I just explained that experience And somebody went and complained To the Broadcasting Authority Now thankfully as I said The BAI rejected the complaint Because it was just a personal experience I was explaining to you and why I wouldn't want it But maybe you would Want that kind of negative experience The number's zero eight. Would you like a nice Uplifting funeral What about what other good songs Would there be to play Happy Yeah That'd be a good song To play at a funeral wouldn't it Highway to Hell, Another One Bite the Dust, Going Underground. All those ones, they're all on the list. Some of your emails, by the way, coming in. Somebody says, Niall and Ashling, we used to say someone died. Now we say a person has passed. What have they passed? Their driving tests. You gotta laugh. Um, yeah, well, we—we we, not not everybody uses the word passed. I have often said died. It is. And, you know, that they, they say that the, the word passed, but they passed on to a better life. I, I don't buy that, to be honest with you. You know, they, to, be, to me, it's, there's nothing better than being alive. You know, I, I mean, you know when you go to a funeral and someone says, Ah, oh, they were lovely. They're probably much happier now. I'm God, how could you be happier when you're dead? Surely you're happier when you're alive. I don't know. Paul, you're an Ireland's class of kids. How you doing, Paul? No, no you're going to have to stop this. No, I'm going to go to hell, this. am I? No, no,
3: you won't. There's always hope
0: for you. <laughs> Paul, you played the organ in the church. Yeah, I can't tell you where. You okay, know, no, that's, that's they fine. Do,
3: they give me socks about
0: this. Oh, yeah, okay. So what, what sort of songs do people ask for, in, you know, on the organ? It, it, because it has to be kind of secular, you know. Right. But I I
3: just went to, against it once because I had to do a, a thing for a friend of mine, and his he lost his son, And they asked me to do it. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Oh, and Christ. I did it at the start of the thing. I got into trouble with the priest about it. Oh, no I did, it why it did. Why the, the priest? The
0: priest didn't approve of that. No.
3: Uh it, well, it should be okay because. it's well, a fairly well. I mean, it's not. That's not too bad started. of a song. And it was a lovely song for all the people who come in because he was everybody's brother. This he ain't heavy. He's, he's my, my, my
0: brother. brother. Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah.
3: And that's just thing. But the, the thing about I'm listening to it all, all the time is, is what I'm getting from a lot of people is it should be a celebration, and like uh, oh, Should be saying that the church should allow a little bit more than that. And even even some of the things that they play after the ceremony, you know, saying and they play at the funerals, uh, you know, yeah. in, at the graveyard, like simply the best and everything like that. It, it, it should be a little bit. But if, like, if
0: that's what somebody wants, that's what somebody wants. But I, I, I believe yeah. in that because...
3: No, I don't believe what you believe, that... That I believe in, in life I and mean, we're going we're going to a better life the next time it, we may not see God straight away but and by the way I, I, by the way faith. Paul I
0: don't want to disrespect your religion and I don't. I, I hope you don't believe I have because I respect your view on life I have a different it's view a, it's a view because see the Catholic church to kill me if he, <laughs> he <had> me talking <laughs> like this no but I mean I you have one view of life and that is and, and Catholics believe you go on to a better place and all that kind of carry on I don't do I.
3: believe in, in, I don't a, believe in a, that it's more opening up and
0: yeah. um, opening up and
3: let things happen. Things can't stay the same all the time. Yeah. I, but I enjoy life. I love life, Paul. it's part of good. I, I, I know you do. I listen to you. <laughs> enough to, to know that much, you love life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, but I'll bring you down a peg, you know, if I'm in, in heaven before you. And, and you come up, <laughs> yeah. I'll bring you down a peg. If I'm 62 and a half and a bit, and you're only fifty nine or something 58,
0: like that. Fifty eight. Fifty eight. Don't be aging me, for 58, God's sake. Fifty eight. And, <laughs> and a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, so you're you're three years ahead of me. <coughs> oh, oh that's very true.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You're, and I'm never gonna catch up on you, that's the thing, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, what do you th- what do you think of people who want like songs like Highway to Hell? And going, like, that's what I said I wanted to die way to hell. And going an underground. And
3: um, if it's going not to start and finish before the ceremony, if they come for the Catholic way of doing it, but, you know. Yeah. And um, do it at the start and do it when the service is finished.
0: But here's yeah. the thing, right, I, Paul, and I don't want to slag Something
3: off I ch- just want to Paul, say... Paul, just, just quick, to- very
0: quickly, yeah, 50 I seconds. Know, yeah. okay, okay, you okay. have to go. Okay, okay, so I don't want to slag off the church and I'm certainly not, right? But no, it can be a very somber affair. If they allowed people, now I know they're very fussy about what songs they will allow at a, at a funeral, yeah. right? They they'll allow "Wind Beneath My Wings" and stuff like that, right? But they won't yeah. allow anything a little more more upbeat. Say if somebody wanted Pharrell Williams' "Happy," right, which is a great song, by the way. And I I, don't, I believe it, it should be a happy, a celebration. Absolutely. So why don't they, Why wouldn't the church allow it? Because if, they too will tell you it should be a celebration of life. Yes. Yes, that's yeah, that's right. They, mm. You know, appears
3: every time I do it, funeral yeah. yeah. it should be
0: a celebration.
6: Yeah,
3: and so why not play
6: some
0: of the music that, and w- if people want do. it, yeah, and if they want "Wind Beneath My Wings" and the, the more sombre tunes, oh, well, well, well and good. Yeah. And Snow
3: Patrol, um,
0: Chris is saying to me here. Yeah.
3: If I lay here. I lay here.
0: Right. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Or another one bites the dust. <laughs> Paul it was lovely talking to you alright cheers Paul thank you very very much alright cheers bye Okay. have I got time Have I got, go on I can fling it in there hang on Ashley. I'll play it for you because I know you're gagging for it
4: uh, hi Niall um, just a quick lesson for today uh, whenever you're at a funeral make sure to switch off your phone at a funeral recently and I was in the queue waiting to pay my condolences. I was just approaching the coffin and my phone decided to alert me. You have reached your destination. Oh. <laughs> oh. I could have died myself. Ah. Ah Well thanks Paul and Trim
0: Paul and Trim Very quickly before I go I was at a funeral once You know that bit Where you have to walk up The the, the, the centre aisle And you, you shake hands With the people They're normally in the pew You have to shake hands With, with a person Who has obviously lost somebody And um, my friend was in front of me And he'd never been At that one before And I said What's wrong with you And he says I don't know what to say I said just say the first thing That comes into your head So a man stood up He shook his hand And he says Terrible weather outside today <laughs> was the first, I said what did you say that for He said it was the first thing That came into my head